From the concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis for more than 20 years. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide. Major funding for Bill Street Caravan is provided by the AutoZone Corporation and Memphis Tourism. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Jared Boyd. This week on Bill Street Caravan, we have the energetic sounds of the Lucky 7 Brass Band on the show. Grammy-nominated blues man Guy Davis will be with us to deliver an installment of the Blues Hall of Fame, an exploration of the lives of the pioneers and innovators enshrining the Blues Hall of Fame here in Memphis, Tennessee, brought to you by the Blues Foundation. That's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, JB. This week, we've got a favorite among partygoers in Memphis, the Lucky 7 Brass Band on the show. Definitely a go-to group to get the party started. The Lucky 7 Brass Band has some interchangeable parts here and there, but they are made with a very specific vision. Band leader Victor Sawyer is a trombone impresario who devised the, what do you know, seven-piece brass band that could play music respective to each member's style. Those six other members include Jim Spake on alto sax, Nathan Duvall on trombone, Randy Ballard on trumpet, Neil Bowen on bass guitar, and Ryan Pill on drums. Of course, when folks think of a brass band playing parade-style music, they think of our neighbors further south down the Mississippi River in New Orleans, Louisiana. And that's totally fine. Memphis musicians tend to never want to step on the rich and detailed culture of music in New Orleans, and Lucky 7 shares that same mentality. In actuality, the Big Easy is the only city with a historical tradition of washboards, trumpets, tubas, and the like. Bill Street was the home to many street bands whose sound was similar to the jazz that New Orleans hangs its hat on. In fact, those are our first recorded music stars. Lucky 7 builds on that legacy in their own way, even if they aren't calling back to it directly. There's no question that they draw inspiration from the second-line brass bands in NOLA while adding enough of their own thing to make their thing a Memphis original. And Memphis has truly rewarded them for it. These guys are booked and busy. I mean, of course, when I say they are an original, they truly have found a way to set themselves apart, blending rock, pop, jazz, and marching band styles to come up with something that is incredible on stage. So let's check it out. Here's Lucky 7 Brass Band, live on Bill Street Caravan.
get this out the way. We got Juwan Crawford on trumpet. We got Randy Ballard on trumpet. We got Neil Bowen on the bass. We got Ryan Peel on drums. We got Nathan Duvall on trombone. We got Jim, the mastermind spake on saxophone. My name is Victor Sawyer, and we are the Lucky Seven Brass Band.
Andy Duvall. Here's more from Lucky 7 Brass Band, live on Bill Street Caravan.
being cool. I said, what's cooler than being cool? That was Lucky 7 Brass Band live on Bill Street Caravan. For more info on the band, visit Lucky7BrassBand.com. We'll be back with more music from Lucky 7 in just a bit. Up next, Grammy-nominated bluesman Guy Davis takes us through the life histories of the pioneers and innovators enshrined in the Blues Hall of Fame. This segment is brought to you by the Blues Foundation, and it's also available as a standalone podcast through iTunes. This old gal called Doll Baby, I liked. She was a great dancer. I took a chance one Christmas, gave a dance in my house. I never did before, because I know people wouldn't act right. A fella came to me and asked did I want to go 50-50. I thought that was a good deal, take my last $5, have a chance to bring it on up to 30. So I gave him my $5. He already killed a hog and barbecued it and had a big bottle to sell off. Made some drink they called Red Hot. I don't know what it was. I knew it was a killer, though. I didn't fool with that. People come to the dance from all over the Delta, man. Doll baby, too. She could see it in my face and the way I would talk to her. I never did move too fast, though. You could easily get killed messing with a woman at a dance. That was the top reason people didn't act right. Doll Baby's man come in with big firecrackers, and he throwed one in the middle of the floor. Bam! Scared me and everybody else. Don't y'all do that, I said. We're trying to have a nice time and give the people entertainment. He got mad. My friend come to me and said, you watch now. He trying to get a gun out because you told him don't do that. I said, don't do nothing to him. I'm going to take him. I had my guitar across my lap. I had a Colt 38 Special beside me. He tried to pull the handle of his pistol out from his overalls and it got stuck. I snapped that Colt 38 on him six times before you could bat an eyelid. It ain't shot a damn time. He just went down on the floor. I'm looking fun in my eyes now. Leave I'm fixing to die. Leave I'm fixing to die. I'm looking funny in my eyes now. When people see them pistols coming up, 
you know how they run. My buddy who put on the dance, he ran up against the door, knocked himself out. He was lying on the floor, everybody pulling his clothes off, and he said, you shot me. And I know my pistol didn't fire once. While everybody crowded around my buddy, Doll Baby slid over to her man. She reached into his overalls, pulled the trigger, and he dropped. Everybody look at me with my gun out and run out. You heard about Parchment? I lived on Easy Street there. I sang for the guards and they look out for me. Only trouble was, when the guards found out I played, they wanted to keep me. My sentence went from 11 months and 29 days to three years. They kept me out of the fields though, and out of my cell. I pushed a laundry cart and picked the guitar at the guard station. That was a good place to study music. With lyrics, you gotta go into it with all your soul. You don't want to be too worried, and you don't want to be too satisfied either. I wrote songs, stuck them in a crack in the wall for when I got out. I got a clock and timed three minutes, picked the best words to fit. Would think about doll, baby. Wished I could train my dogs to keep after her. A man came from Washington to make records. He went out with the gangs recording while they chopped cotton. The guards told him about me. I made a couple of records for him, but that's all. I didn't do no more because I know he wasn't going to give me no money. I gave him those two to get him out of my face. If you pay me back, I won't do it no more, baby. Don't pick your dog When I got released, that crack in the wall was paved with songs. Out in the world, I wore my guitar like I wore my clothes. I saw how the world went through some changes with me gone. Charlie Patton gave me my first sip of whiskey. He took sick and died. Up in Chicago, them boys all sound the same. Tampa Red, Big Bill, tight like that, you know. I couldn't moan no jailhouse blues around there, so I got Washboard Sam with me to record. Well, it's still jailhouse blues, but more bounce. I wonder how long before I can change my clothes. I wonder how long I held that record in my hand. They got my name, B-U-K-K-A. I said, I like one of them K's, but not the other. Well, I never did have hard times. I played on the street corner. I did all right as a prize fighter. I played baseball. Was a two-handed pitcher. Nobody knew where the ball was coming from. I made a pitch I called the Hudson after the Terraplane Automobile. That joker flew. Never could stay in one place till I got to Memphis. Called myself, settled down, got a house in a place called Orange Mound. Took a job welding underground gas tanks. I still play house parties. Me, Furry Lewis, a couple of quart bottles of Strohs. Everybody act right now. Furry says if we was gonna get killed, we'd have done it already. I got home one night, had my guitar case in my hand. I see this boy outside my house, sat down, his arm over his guitar case, hugging it, had his head leaning up against my front door, asleep. I recognized him. 
I said, Riley, that's you? My cousin's boy, I'm from Mississippi. I said, what you doing sleeping on the street, boy? Come in here. We stayed up all night telling lies. Made me feel good. He said, Booker, I'll never forget when you come down to visit, looking razor sharp, big hat, clean shirt, flashy teeth, a good joke, and a piece of candy for the kids. My cousin's boy stuck around and made a name for himself. Maybe you heard it. B.B. King. You're the reason I come to Memphis, he said. Your life sounded like a fairy tale. I carried him everywhere I went. He's a good boy. Just watch and observe. He said, the good Lord gave us two of everything except what we used too much. Showed him all I know. Looked like he wasn't cut out to play slide. I gave him what I could. Told him, dress like you going to the bank to borrow money. I did it, Georgie Bird. I've been to Georgie when I got it back. Now, every time I go to church, I see Doll, baby. I never say nothing to her about I know she killed a boy. I would at least tell her thank you. Thanks for listening to the Blues Hall of Fame podcast, brought to you by the Blues Foundation. The Blues Hall of Fame podcast is produced by Bill Street Caravan for the Blues Foundation, written by Preston Lauterbach and voiced by Guy Davis. For more information on the Blues Foundation, go to blues.org. Caravan has brought the sounds of Memphis to public radio airwaves for more than 20 years. And now you can see what we've been talking about. Check out our series of digital shorts through our website or go to iListenToMemphis.com. I Listen to Memphis is about Memphis music today, the people who make it, and the places and culture that fuel it. iListenToMemphis.com. AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and many other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from Memphis Travel, Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and for those of you who are just tuning in, we've got Lucky 7 Brass Band on the show today. 
I want to make no mistakes about this. Lucky 7 isn't the only popular brass band in town. Even though you shouldn't expect to hear this sort of music spilling out into the streets of Memphis when you visit. There are a few, and they seem to be becoming more prevalent here in Memphis, thanks to Lucky 7 and their contemporaries. What we're sorely missing, I'd say, is more reasons to feature music like this. In New Orleans, it seems like they can make up any excuse to drop everything and just party. Maybe we should start spending more time outdoors. That's where this sort of music seems to play best. Well, as I told Victor in our sit-down, I think Memphis could do more to set itself apart in this realm. Instead of a second line, we could be having blues parades all throughout our streets. Is that right? Yep. For every occasion, blues parade. Graduation, blues parade. Getting married? Blues parade. Funeral? Blues parade. I think I understand how this works. You get me. So let's get back into our very own blues parade and let's see how it's done. Here's more from the Lucky 7 Brass Band live on Bill Street Caravan.
Here on the Bill Street Caravan today, I've got a special guest with me, Mr. Victor Sawyer of the Lucky Seven Brass Band. Victor, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. I'm glad to have you here, uh, mainly because there's not a ton of information out there about how you guys got started and about how you guys make your thing work, because the music kind of speaks for itself, but I wanted to get you in today to talk a bit about yourself, if that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned that there's not a lot of information out there. And it didn't start out on purpose, but now that we've started playing more shows, you mentioned we play pretty frequently. I find that because we do play so frequently that it's actually been helpful that we don't really have a lot out there. Like you said, it, the proof's in the music. So once people come and see the show, it's over. Like they're hooked, tend to be, and or they hate it and they'll never come back again. One of the two, but ten, people tend to like it. And then they talk. And then you see more and more people going. You keep seeing these sort of Instagrams around there. It's like, what is this? I work at Stax Music Academy as well. So, you know, I've saw the tradition, watched live concerts from that time period. And, you know, you think about the most famous people out there, and there was none of that. All you could get on Ray Charles for a while was what was ever in the newspaper about him. So you had to go see the show. So I think in a really old school way, there's a lot of power where you know you're not going to get the experience of the band unless you come to the show. Absolutely. It kind of adds a bit of mystique to what you guys do. And we don't really have a ton of brass bands that sort of feel that niche. And I don't like using the word second line when I talk about Memphis bands. Even if they play that sort of music, mm -hmm. I like to call it a blues parade. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, well, right off the bat, one of the big differences is we have electric bass, not sousaphone, and we definitely caught some flack for that. But I also play with the Mighty Souls, one of the other premier brass bands in town, so it's like, well, do we really need another second-line bass brass band? Especially if I'm already playing in one, it felt, it, it felt kind of weird. But no, I'm definitely with you. I think just because it's got horns in it doesn't mean it has to be New Orleans right off the bat. I think that as a academic of music as well as a performer, I do think it's important to honor the tradition, play the New Orleans music, study it. But we're a Memphis brass band. We say it every show. Ultimately, we're a Memphis brass band. And when we march around, you know, we're not from New Orleans. And if those guys, I think, came and saw us, the players, they'd be like, no, that was cool. But we're not going to be able to do it like Trombone Shorty can do it. We're not going to be able to do it like the New Orleans folks could do it ever, even if we play every note because we're from Memphis. And so we really just play like we're from Memphis. I like that. I like to do everything I do like I'm from Memphis. How did this, this band even come about? So I was in two or three bands that suddenly weren't bands anymore. And then it coincided with me voluntarily quitting two bands. And that was the point when I realized, unless you're kind of making opportunities and gigs for yourself, a lot of things aren't going to happen for you. And then with this brass band, I actually had this idea quite some time ago. Can we break down, I mean, who are some of the other guys in the group in their roles? So the band is myself, Jim Spake, Juwan Crawford, Randy Ballard, Nathan Duvall, Neil Bowen, and Ryan Peel. And yes, we've had substitutes on all of those roles before, but really it's a band with those people in mind. I think as a freelance musician, you definitely get used to, I'm with this band today, I'm with this band. Hey, we had that trumpet player last gig, but here's this other one. But these guys were specifically chosen. Do you guys take any inspiration from past Memphis music form? Yeah, we do. I think some bigger inspirations now that we've played a lot more it's definitely um, that griminess of Memphis rap and also the goner tradition, that sort of rock, sort of just like aggressive thing. So there's definitely some of that in there. 
I work at Stacks, and so we do soul music, and I think that's in everybody's plan. You can't be from Memphis and not have it. I think that there's a gospel element to it that is actually shared with the New Orleans tradition, but we just do it a little bit differently. It's more that sort of quartet style, more gospel choir oriented. But I think another um, influence that is really starting to strike me more is actually the Memphis marching band tradition. We have a lot of high school marching bands, middle school marching bands even, that are really more in that HBCU style. And I think most of the horn players, if not all, definitely played some horns in marching band. And I know our drummer, Ryan Peel, of course, was also a marching band drummer in high school. And so this marching band thing actually really ends up being a thing. You know, the way we play, the way we phrase, sort of the way I write even. So actually the Memphis marching band tradition, mostly current, has actually been a major influence. What are some of the misconceptions people have uh, when they come out to see you guys' show or when they're in the audience, maybe they're caught off guard by you guys' show? What are some of the things that you wish sort of fans knew coming into you guys' experience that, that might help them enjoy better and make it even more enjoyable for you? I try not to think about that too much, just going back to that mystique thing. A misconception that maybe happens with us, we don't sing, but that's really important because I feel like once you introduce certain things to an ensemble, people are going to expect that so here's what's funny literally most of the band can actually sing or carry a tune but we don't do it because once you do that people are just going to expect the singer and I think that takes away the whole point of having a brass band so I think for our audience I tend to learn more from the audience than maybe I need them to know about us sure absolutely well Victor so much fun talking with you man and thank you thank you uh, dearly for coming to, to talk with us today thank you here's more from the lucky seven brass band live on Bill Street Caravan
once again, we are the Lucky Seven Brass Band from right here in Memphis, Tennessee. Nathan Duvall, Jim Spake, Randy Ballard, Jawan Crawford, Neil Bourne, Ryan Peel. My name is Victor Sawyer. Thank you, Crosstown Arts, for having us. We're going to go ahead and take you home. Take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Here we go. was the Lucky Seven Brass Band live on Bill Street Caravan. For more information on the band, visit them at LuckySevenBrassBand.com. If you're in town for more than a few days, you'll probably have a pretty good chance of catching these guys playing. Every week when I'm looking for things to do to fill out my planner, I'm seeing them at gigs. So if you're hankering for your own personal blues parade, come and see how it's done. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, Memphis Tourism, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, and Tennessee Tourism for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You won't find programming like this anywhere else. You can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Do you love Memphis music? Tell us why and use the hashtag #IListenToMemphis. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available through iTunes. We'll be back next week, so until then, I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Jared Boyd. And you've been listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Bill Street Caravan.